Hi everyone, this is Amy Infinity, and you are listening to The Key to Courage. everybody, it's Amy Infinity, and this is the Key to Courage podcast. Welcome. This week on this rainy morning, we are going to just get right down into it, your life, and why it may be feeling kind of off lately, why we might feel trapped, why we might feel like maybe it's not quite what we thought it might be, and how to move out of that, how to move out of a life that feels less fulfilling or not quite us, and into something more, something bigger, something less half-lived. So we're going to work on how to break free from a half-lived life. And at the root of this, we're going to keep coming back to this idea of authenticity. To me, that is the key to everything, is finding who it is we really are inside, and then finding what it is we really truly want out of life, and then pairing these things together, and then stepping into that. But first... I think the first step in all of this, and you've already accomplished that by turning this on and listening to this right here, is is acknowledging, acknowledging that there is something off, that something doesn't feel like you feel like, you know, we, we all should and we actually all do deserve a life that is happy and that is worthy, that is fulfilling, that is joyous, and that might seem pretty far off right now. We have gotten ourselves into this pickle of of a lot of different things, a lot of different hang-ups and traps. And a lot of that, I mean, is ownership, yes, of our responsibility in there, but a lot of that have, have been things out of our control or things that we have been made to believe about ourselves, about our abilities. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to hit that nail right on the head. Instead of talking in circles around the problems, if you will, we're going to go through a list of traps that we all fall into in, in just approaching our own lives. So the first step, like I said, that you've already accomplished here is acknowledging that there's something feeling not quite right in your equation and in your life and deciding that you actually do want more. So congratulations, you've made it to that point. Now step two is looking at what these traps are. And when we start, we're going to dig right into them. I I have a, a bit of a list here of traps that are things that we invariably and inevitably fall into or get caught up in. Uh, and all of them the the problem with these traps is they have us question our authenticity, our own identity. And I come back to that a lot is that is the key to everything in our life is finding what it is and who well, who it is that we truly are inside and basically somehow getting out from and around all these falsities that we've been made to believe about ourselves, about our capabilities, our possibilities, and then using that authentic self that is in there, unique and amazing, using that to step ahead and step forward into our life or 
you know, own what we already have, but yes, also step into the life that we really want to be living. Because the truth of the matter is, we all are unique individuals who deserve to live a life fully as exactly who we are. Let that sink in. Whoever you are coming to us today and listening to this right now, you are amazing exactly as you are. Please don't let anybody tell you different. Now, that's to your very core. And you deserve the most amazing life. And we're going to start you on the road of stepping right into that right now by, by going through and blasting some of these what I call falsies or falsities uh, that we have been kind of deeply seatedly ingrained in us throughout our whole lives. And uh, the first of these is expectation. So we all have, you know, the, the, the person or people in our lives or, you know, things in our lives that have caught us up in this idea that, you know, that we have to live life according to other or to expectation. Now, sometimes these expectations become expectations of ourselves. And that's more having to do with things we're going to address as we go along. But first, let's let's talk about expectation of other people. Why would we want to, you know, why would we find any fulfillment out of living our lives according to other people's expectations? But we do. We do. We we find, like, honestly, we, we approach our lives quite often according to what other people set as goals to achieve, of what success is. And uh, we want to win the approval. We're We're human. We want approval. We want you know, applause, we want somebody to tell us that we belong or that we, you know, have done a good job. Um, I am no exception to this. I have striven my whole year, whole life to, to be perfect. I'm a perfectionist to a fault. That is not something I say, you know, expecting applause in itself. Perfectionism is an awful beast because I never do quite get that approval from both myself or from other people. And so what are these expectations I set for myself or you might set for yourself? Uh, a lot of them are unattainable or, I, I mean, I, I even hesitate to say that because I think everything is achievable. But when we set ourselves up for other people's expectations that have become maybe our own, that is one thing I say is not possible because it's not even your own expectation. It's not something that, you know, is a dream you want or a goal you want. Quite often we are, you know, set up for reaching other people's ideas and goals and dreams. And um, it has become our bar. And that to me is just a whole muddied equation that you're not going to, to fulfill or to reach. And it's all about other people's beliefs. So let's blow that one out of the way right at the gate and say, you know, let's, let's at least address it and then we'll come to, again, back to how to overcome it. So uh, let's see. The next one is convention, traditions, things that we have been made to believe, again, that, that are true, uh, that we have to walk the the 
the clear road, the paved road, rather than the road we want to maybe plow on our own. And a lot of these traditions keep us down, keep us in a place of disempowerment, that keep us in a place of, um, oh, this is the way it's been done for years, or this is the way you should uh, walk your path. Um, But to me, those conventions have nothing to do with us. It's uh, pretty widespread that it's a lot of the time conventions set by history or conventions set by culture or society in order to, say, oppress a certain, you know, sect of the population or, um, you know, control maybe even within a family, like control the other members of the family or, you know... It's a control mechanism, basically, is conventions uh, that we need to acknowledge and say, okay, well, what about our belief system? What are we doing just according to convention? Um, And quite often this falls, like I said, in in cultural or racial lines or, you know, gender lines or things that we have adhered to, not necessarily willingly, but now that we're talking about it knowingly, that we have maybe, you know, not, I, I hate to say bought into, but we have allowed to kind of seep into our way of being, our way of approaching our lives. And this goes hand in hand with conditioning. And other other words that I'm going to be bringing up here as well, you know, habit and indoctrination. So first, let's talk about conditioning. So a lot of these conventions that we buy into, um, like, oh, you're only supposed to go, you know, go to school and and get a degree and then follow this professional path. Um, a lot of those things become a part of our psyche. And we, that's called conditioning. I mean, we're, we are, you know, become in some sense, a victim to, to a lot of these conventions that then are conditioned in us to become a part of our, our belief system and how we face the world. And they also become habits of ours a lot of the time. So uh, things that are, quote unquote, supposed to be a certain way, we are made to feel like that, that it's a, a no brainer that we, you know, go and get a degree and do this or that. Not that I'm, I'm please don't get me wrong. I love an education. And I think that that is something that we should all pursue for a variety of reasons, because knowledge is power and learning is amazing. And we should do things that feel right in that regard, uh, especially as young people heading into the world. It broadens our horizon socially and academically and, you know, just again, broadens our knowledge and gets us in a, in a deeper way into the world. But there are numerous pathways in order to do this. Uh, learning a trade, going to an artistic oriented kind of school, something in that vein, um, or even just diving right on into life, into the workforce. But a lot of that is based on our family beliefs, cultural beliefs, society beliefs. And so we tend to follow the road or the path that we are told, especially when we're young, that we should be following. And then we just go with it, whether it's marrying early and having kids 
or whether it's following, like I've said repeatedly, a career path that seems like the more reasonable road. And that's, like I said, called a couple of, that's following conventions, following and turning into conditioning and believing that this is as far as we can go or this is how we should do things. It becomes habits in the way that we do approach those days from a day-to-day perspective. And I use the big word indoctrination. Now we hear this on a much larger scale of, you know, the the beliefs followed by you know, usually we hear it in a bad context of following, you know, people throughout history that have uh, somehow hoodwinked or blinded us to uh, our reality, an actual reality, and, and made us buy into, or not made us, but somehow caught us into believing their reality, and then following a belief system that um, is maybe not... <laughs> maybe not correct in many ways, ethically, politically, whatever you, you know, indoctrination is a big meaty word is what I'm getting at. But I use it here very much in our regard. When we're talking about living a life that is half lived, a lot of us, you know, bought into the indoctrination that that's all we're allowed. That's all that we are capable of. And that's very important to understand that that is a belief that is not the truth. And so that's why we're even talking about it right now and calling that a trap is the indoctrination of believing that we are only allowed so much, that we're only deserving or worthy of so much, or especially that we're only capable of so much or so many things and that there are only certain pathways in order to get there, to get to our, our holy lived, our fully lived life. So what do we find ourselves a little susceptible in regard to all of these things? Well, pressure, pressure is a trap as well. We find ourselves wanting to belong so badly uh, that we do tend to bend to pressure one way or another. We, we bend to, especially as young, impressionable people at the beginning, we bend to the pressure of our parenting or our parentage. Uh, we bend to the pressure of our teachers or a mentor or or society that tells us we have to, you know, look one way or do something this way in order to get to point A or point B or point Z. Uh, so that is a trap, though, is falling into those pressures. And we are all human, though. We all find ourselves, uh, it, you know, as a part of that um, at one point or another. So all I'm doing again right here, just to reiterate, is addressing these traps. I'm not trying to get us a, a quick fix out of them, but I, I find that the first biggest step in anything involving stepping into a more fully and wholly lived life is acknowledging what it is that we're really truly in, and that's blasting these, you know, these traps. So the next one is judgment. Same with pressure is we find ourselves answering to other people's judgments or our own based on a lot of these conditionings, these these indoctrinations. We judge ourselves so harshly of what is success and what is failure. Uh, 
what is good, what is bad, what is maybe subversive uh, in the role that we choose for ourselves. I mean, good example of this is, you know, say you want to do something that you're brought up in a family that is quite conservative in the roles, the gender roles in the family. And you as a, as a woman decide to step out of that. And instead of being a homemaker or instead of following a path into, you know, now thankfully most, most places and people are accepting that gender role. It should not play into where we should be in a career. Um, but there are a lot of people who still believe that a woman's place is here or there in the home or in a you know job for for women for example like the the traditional you know being in oh i don't know something that is you know cleaning or or you know um working at a salon or working as a teacher or a certain and those are all obviously beliefs. Those are all indoctrinations and and those are all things that thankfully this day and age we have blown apart and found that, you know, or it it was there all along that women can do anything and everything as much or if not better than men. (laughs) I'm going to just say that right there. Um, But now we're finally buying into that belief and, um, the biggest hang up or one of the biggest hang ups there though is to not judge ourselves when we come to uh I, I don't know if you've seen a lot of the memes that a lot of you know you say uh, like a man a man steps up on a stage and argues a point and he is oh passionate and emblazoned and emboldened and and you know people loud them or applaud them for for stepping up and saying something a woman does that and she's argumentative and you know, oh, I I don't want to swear too much on here just because it's, it's this podcast, but bitchy and, you know, like women are tagged things quite often uh, and that is a judgment. And we quite often, though, in making our decisions, find that we fall into the trap of judging ourselves before that decision is made and hold ourselves back because of that. And that's just an example, just to to show my point there. But we do that in a lot of different ways as we step forward into, you know, and this is so deep seated into what we believe that we are capable of or what we are, you know, not entitled to, but allowed to want for ourselves that we stop ourselves quite often in stepping forward into a life that is more holy and fully lived. And then at the base of all of this uh, is, is fear. And fear, fear is a, again, a very, very meaty word. It is a trap to be certain. It can be a driving force. So you won't often hear me say, Oh, obliterate all your fear. You know, fear is is the opposite of, you know, where you're going to step into what you want. And no, no, fear can be a friend and is something that we all fear or all feel. (laughs) Fear is a driving factor in many equations, but it can also be, this is where it becomes a trap is, is it, it is a beastly stopper, stopper of dreams, stopper of new stopper of 
wholeness when it becomes a a plug or a blockade or a even a, a, a you know road barrier to some degree that even if we can push it out of the way it, they come back our fears of not belonging our fears of blasting through traditions or conventions or expectations um, of the repercussions of that we might be alienated or isolated or we may not achieve fear of failure is like one of the biggest beastly things that we can come across in regard to our own lives And what is failure? A lot of that has to do with what we have been conditioned to believe. If we don't achieve the big dream right out the gate, we fear that we're going to look like a fool and that our our people won't accept us. Well, I'm going to throw out, you know, to you right now is if those people won't accept you when you aren't, you know, up at the very, very top with all the accolades and all the acknowledgments and all the awards and things, are those really even your people? So this conversation is to, yes, cause you to question a lot of big things. But that's the point, is questioning these things so then we can, like I said, more fully accept ourselves for who we really are, not the facade of who we've made our or been conditioned to believe over the years and what our capabilities and our abilities are for stepping into more, for stepping into wholeness rather than living this life that makes us feel all empty inside. So that's our list there of of traps and hangups. Now, I don't want to end this conversation in only talking about that because this is just the beginning of this conversation of how to step into and step ahead into this more fully loved lived life but i i the root and and key to all of this as i said is is embracing our own selves and our authentic selves at that and in order to do that we need to get through and blast apart all of these traps and you know all of them expectation convention pressure conditioning fear judgment indoctrination these habits that have kept us in this funk this life that we don't feel is really us whether it's anymore because we can obviously constantly evolve and change change our minds change our dreams or maybe it never really felt real for you to begin with maybe it hasn't felt good for a long while that you got caught up in years later 5 10 20 years 50 years later, you all of a sudden realize, wow, I feel like a shell person and this just isn't really feeling like me. Well, how do we extricate ourselves? How do we step out of that? How do we break free from that half-lived life and then step into something that feels more akin to what we want out of this world? Well, as I said at the very, very beginning, first step is acknowledging that's what you really, really want. Second step is blasting apart all of these. They are beliefs. Belief becomes our perception and our perception dictates how we approach things. So the root of all of this is we have to blast apart those untruths, those falsies, as I said before, uh, and those falsities, those things that are not true, that have really affected how we have approached our lives. And especially now, heading into whatever stage you are in your life, 
you know, in order to renew, we need to reevaluate where we're really at and then reperceive. That's a big word that I use a lot in my teachings and trainings is we need to reperceive how we do approach this thing called life. And you have the power. It is you and your brain and your life and you get to choose how you want to live it. And if you have decided you deserve and want more out of it, that you want something that feels more full and and more you, then go for it. You have that choice in order to do that. And this is the road to it. We all should have the opportunity and space to choose and find our best lives. And in that, choose and find who we really are underneath all of that mud. You are amazing as you are and for who you are. And that deserves, you deserve to see the light of day and then step into all that you're meant to do as that person, as the real you, as the true you. And the next step in all of this is finding who that is, who that really is, and then finding what that person truly, truly wants out of this life. And then reperceiving and believing that you deserve it, and then how to get there. Uh, that's the biggest next question that will take an entirely another conversation. But how we really get to that life is using that authenticity and finding what it is we want and then believing that we can and moving forward into that. So thank you very much for joining me. This is uh, one step on the many steps on the road to to really feeling like you're living the life you want to be living. If you want to join for any further conversations, obviously keep coming back to this Key to Courage podcast. We have lots of great goodies for you to learn from and step into there. And then also over on my website at amyinfinity.com, we have some great free resources and ways for you to, again, pave your way to the life more fully lived and finding yourself in that mix and finding, blasting through all this mess and getting you into a place of finally feeling and owning and living your life uh, as you really, really want to. So thank you. I hope you're having an amazing day, an amazing week. And if you can hear the rain in the background, don't let that rain get you down. You are amazing, as I've said a number of times, exactly as you are. And you are on the right path, even though you may not feel it right now. Day to day, step by step, you will get to where you want to go. I believe in you. I love you. And I hope to see you soon. Take care. You have been listening to the Key to Courage podcast. For more inspiration, resources, and to get you to that next level, come find me over at amyinfinity.com and infinitegumption.com. I'll see you there.